What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Welcome back to the Shart Hour, where we talk about sharp art. Again. That, no, we're not going to talk about We're not going to talk about sharp we're art We're not going to talk about it again. So you people will have heard this uh, after the event, but right now, as we speak, 75 years ago today. At this moment. At this moment, there were paratroopers and gliders invading Normandy. That's in France for you people that are geographically challenged. Yeah, I want to see actually what time it is over there right what, now. What does what the D in D-Day stand for? Is it Dick? I think I thought it was Decision Day, I thought. Destruction Day? No, I think it was Decision. So at 3.51, it's almost 4 a.m. there now. Right. So right now, they're paratrooping in. And probably already over there, actually been there for a probably collected. Probably already over there. And definitely on their, ago. at least on their way from southern England. The, the ships that aren't. Was it like... 5,000 watercraft or some shit? That I were think it was way unit? more than that. Let's was look it? that up. I, th- I think it was way more than that uh. in total. So while you're looking up that, you wanted is it, to ask... Is it D-Day, Destruction I, Day? I'll look up that. You look up how many ships were, okay? How many ships What does... We'll just keep doing that. Wow. What does D-Day... How many other ships D-Day? 156,000 troops in Normandy. Yeah. American forces numbered 73,000. Utah Beach, Omaha Beach, 15,500 airborne troops. How many? 11,590 allied aircraft flew. 14,674 sorties. Holy crap. You know what's crazy? They only lost 127 planes. Now, I realize that 127 planes crashing is a lot, but not. it's not very much when it comes to when we're talking out of... 11,590 planes. Okay, so this is bullshit. 860 gliders. Yeah, a lot of people were killed and just, you know, a lot of people, most people made it, but they were, this was at night. 6,939. 6,939 vessels were part of the... Oh, so uh, the, it's a, not yeah. much more over 5,000. Yeah. That's yeah. still a shitload. It's still a shitload. Like, yeah. can you imagine just being part of the German army and going, oh, no. I should have known this, but I, I'm not impressed with the answer. Guess what D Day stand D stands for in D Day? What according to this D- nonsense? Dis- destruction. No. Dissolution. Just more boring than that. Dis dick. No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. It's not dis dick. Okay. No. What what is it? Day. It's day day. D Day stands for day. That's D what it says stands for day. I don't believe it. Day I day. It was decision like they were. I'm fairly certain it's not day day. That's <laughs> I. God damn it. The date of any important military operation or invasion, according to the National World War II Museum. Thus, the day before June 6th was known as D-1. In the days afterward, D-1. I remember all that, D-1, but oh, that can't be right. It, it, it cannot. That can't be it. It can't be it. It's going to make me mad. Normandy landings. During World War II... Which was yeah, excited about large. Yes, we're reading people. We can read. Yeah, we should have done this maybe beforehand. Oh my god! Does D Day stand for Doomsday? No, it doesn't. Wait, the answer: Designation Day, Decision Day, Doomsday, or even Death Day. Death Day. Death Day. D and D merely stands for Day. This everybody's all over the place. For I never heard that. 
No, I, and you know what's funny is like all of the. I've been to lots of World War II museums, and I watched lots of World War II movies, including you know Band of Brothers, yeah, and so on and so forth. And I, I've or Saving Private Ryan, hell, even Saving Ryan's Privates, the porno spoof. You'd think that I would have heard somewhere what the D and D Day stands for. D, d, it fucking duh, 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 sorry, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> it's duh. It stands for duh. <laughs> It stands for Deutschland Day. It could be any number of things. I just... I wish we could have... I wish D-Day would have happened on April 20th, 1944. Like, if you had just done it, like, a month and a half earlier, it would have been so much cooler on Hitler's birthday. Maybe it's... um, Now you hippie potheads out there would smoke weed on 420 be like, Yeah, it's D-Day! D stands for damn, I'm stoned on D-Day. But no, they had to wait until June. I could see... Now it's kind of making a little bit of sense to me because uh, on the day... You know, that's yeah. that's day. So it's day plus one, day plus two, you know, day minus one, whatever. I, I could see that, but that but just the fact that they're calling it a day. You, you, know, you should just call it D. You could just say D minus one, D minus two, and then D. I, I get it in military speak because it's Operation Overlord was yes. was what it was actually called. Yes. So that, that makes perfect sense. Now we're wandering to Stuff You Should Know podcast. Oh my I don't know God. if you ever listen to those guys. I know I looked this up when I was a child probably, and it, that was not the answer back then. It wasn't. Well, I mean, wasn't back day. then it was current events. It wasn't even history. I would have remembered this because <laughs> I would have remembered this because back then, whenever it was, I would have said that's dumb, and I would remember it being dumb. Maybe it's dumb day. <laughs> How about dumbing down? Well, day? it's stu- it sucks because then later on, what August tenth or twelfth or whatever was VJ Day, right. Victory Over Japan Day. Right. So you'd think the D Day would stand for something better than Day Day Day. Right. But then again. I think the phrase D Day had been used prior to that. Then this is our this is the D Day. I think I think so. Like Probably. This no, is that D-Day. wasn't that's not the only D Day. Meaning this is the point in time where the 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 uh, this is the day in which we do what we've been talking is, about yeah. leading up to it. Yesterday was D minus one. Today is D Day. Right. So I. Uh, so you could, you could say it's a marketing problem. Whatever you, yeah. we fucking won, you fucking krauts eat dicks. You could call it D minus one day or D minus two day. But it would be like inaugural D day. <laughs> <laughs> when was the inaugural D day? So you're saying that they probably had other quote D days like in World War One. I. I think the or, inaugural D day was when George Washington read the Declaration of Independence with his Declaration dick. Day. Declaration Day would have been even oh, better. Oh, let's revisit that for just a moment. When we discovered we were doing a little history work on how many copies of the Declaration of Independence were written out, and they like originally the they didn't go to Kinkos. They, they did not go to Kinkos. No, <laughs> they went to Staples because Kinkos is uh, it was loyal they to the Crown the at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. We're only going to serve Kinko's, coffee. Going to serve coffee and Kinko's. No tea at the Kinko's. Coffee. No, Kinko's was loyal. They oh, were I'm loyalists. Sorry. I got that wrong. No, they yeah. went to Staples because Staples were, you know, Staples is where Thomas Paine went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they made, we looked this up with the made how many copies, and they actually rode one on a horseback to George Washington. In, who, the, in New York Harbor and wrote it yeah. or read it. In, it, in where, New York Harbor in front of his troops while the British Navy was 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 under anchor out there. And he read it to his his troops, presumably with his large Washington sized dick, right? Just dangling un- in the harbor. Yes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how? I mean, think about that. This is the largest known empire or 
force by sea or anywhere in the world. The largest, the the largest army and empire since Rome, right, is out there in your harbor, and you're a bunch of fucking militia people scratching your balls. And George Washington's about to. Oh, he's going to read something. Shut up! Yeah, hey, wait, he's George. Tra- <laughs> George Washington's going to read something, and then at the very end, you some one asshole from behind's like, "Taxation is theft." <laughs> <laughs> And George Washington's like, you're yeah, not. Yeah, that's not, why we're. I get it, okay, but can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> nice bumper sticker. Trying to read read something here. Build a wall. <laughs> Keep the loyalists out. <laughs> oh God damn it! So there, you, there you are. You, he's the head of the. He's the head of the the Continental Army. He's the head of. He's out there reading this, and right out there, less than a mile away, probably half away, or the Brits just kind of watch. They're probably watching something going on. You know, they, they don't know who it is or what's going on. But right at that moment, he's reading the Declaration of Independence to all of his uh, troops that are probably about eight. Yeah, there's like maybe 12. Yeah. Including the weird autistic libertarian guy in the back who's like, build a wall. <laughs> Taxation is theft. Irish were slaves. Oh, God damn it. John Winder's never going to let me live that shit down. He's like, you know, you're the first person to always say that shit to me. And I'm like, yeah, I know, man. Like maybe, you're the maybe. head, you're like the lo- head of the local libertarian chapter. You make sense, but it, it, you're like Jesus. I right. have no problem with Jesus. It's the, his followers I have an issue with. Oh yeah. But anyway, Jesus would be cool to hang. I mean, really, he'd be cool to hang out. I with. I guarantee you, if Jesus Christ were alive right now, he would totally be on the podcast. And yeah, and you know what else? He'd be annoyed by many of his followers, quote unquote. He'd oh be yeah, really annoyed. I think. He the uh, I'm sorry wanna, people. Yeah, I'm sorry just, just if that man, if that angers you. He probably would be. You know who you are. Yeah, straighten up and fly right. I, <laughs> Tighten it up, people. Come on, <laughs> call yourself a Christian. Jesus would be like, no, you're not yeah, really no, at all. Nope. Like I didn't. It's not what I was saying. Say you should judge those people. Do That's on for to my others. Dad, How about the golden rule? Yeah, you to think about that one for yeah. a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Matthew was a Matthew eleven three that the red the redneck God damn it that video folks I might post this on our Facebook page might be good because one of the funniest videos I've ever seen because it's totally on point is like Indian this coming to you from the my compound in Indianapolis when when you say (laughs) Indianapolis that means that they're from really truly redneck. Indiana. And this guy, which is of course making fun of rednecks, is is commenting on Gay Pride Month. He's and got he's, his. He comes out and says, "What? Go ahead, Joe." Because I said I knew Joe was going to crack up with the first thing he says. We got men with sleeping with men and women sleeping with women. What in the flat Earth is going on? <laughs> and that's when I lost it. Paul lost it. I had to back up thirty seconds in the video because I was laughing over what top of the, the funny flat shit. Flat Earth what is going in, on what around in the here. Flat Earth is going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. So anyway, 75 years ago, people. 75 years ago today. Starting right, right now, now. And it's interesting because I knew it was happening on June 6th, but this is actually the moment when they're out there trying to gather up. They have those little cricket noisemakers. Remember those little, do you ever see them? Whatever movie was that, where they had a little, it's a little metal. You probably had a little toy like that when you were at a carnival. Make a little, like a little clicker. Okay. You, you ever seen those little, like a little stamped tin sort of curve thing? And there's like a little, almost like a little diving board looking thing on the other side. And you could... Click it. it. You know, oil canning is if you have something that kind of boom, 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 boom. boom. You ever seen this? It's yeah, called, no, I, called oil I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, but so it's a handheld 
like a little clicker device. It's just a stamp. I've thing. never, I've never heard of that. I know the oil canning thing, I, like right, like so, that thing. So but you, like, it, so it makes the noise of a it, cricket. It's kind of a high, kind of a high, higher pitch though. It's not a low like an oil canning. Boom, boom. You know, it's kind of a. But it's a, it's a. Yeah, and it sounds like it could be not a person. So that's how they communicated when they landed. You know, they paratrooped and glided and all that. They were trying to gather together, so they made these little clicker noises so they could sort of hear it and then kind of come together. That's really cool. Yeah, and of course, when it's never going to fail, it's just a little. It's a little small stamp steel curve thing with a little thing on the other side. So no matter where you had it, you weren't going to fuck it up. And you, you were going to be able to and use it. And it sounded like a natural noise. Yeah, or something that was not. Yeah, it wasn't so, hey, y'all, come over here. And, yeah, it wasn't hey, like. Uh, anyone yeah. who's in the bush right now that's uh, not uh, German, can you please come over? We're trying to invade and overthrow Hitler. Right. Thank you. Wait, not you, Hans. Yeah. Or so, you, Franz. So they, uh, so yeah, well, we're going to, I was going to say something about that. Oh. I remember when I first uh, watched um, Saving Private Ryan. I mean, that you gotta. I just, I can't. I will, I'll never forget the big landing, ten or twenty minutes of the movie, whatever uh-huh. it is in the beginning. It's like, son of a bitch. I mean, that was so real. I never was there. I've never been shot at or seen anybody all bloody with a machine gun. But it just appears to be that that's what it would fucking look like. The fact that they got extras that were amputees to portray people who had just had limbs blown off. Mm-hmm. Is just like kind of blew my mind when I saw like the making of. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, it's definitely one of the better movies I've ever seen. And and they had um, they used they got all the antique uh, and historic preservation society people with all the proper machine guns and German stuff and oh yeah, lo- and and even the, the 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 motor noises of the landing craft were exactly those same engines. My father saw it and he goes, yeah, that sound because they had the air- uh, an airplane, a boat called the Donna Marie. That my grandfather bought. It was a. It was one. That was on the landing craft. It was, it was a landing craft. That's right. But and they turned changed into a, it a yeah, fishing to a fishing boat. Yeah. But it's the same engine, same motors. And my dad goes, "Yeah, that's exactly because your dad exactly, grew up on that. Yeah, and on listening to it. Yeah. So he said it was really realistic. All these, all these, uh, the noises they were doing. But yeah, when they like that one scene where the gate drops down. And all of them just get killed instantly. Someone just shot him. And it just, just like, brrr, and they all just fell. Yeah. They didn't even get off the fucking boat. I mean, just, and I remember seeing a World War II, uh, probably watching the Hitler channel, uh, the History Channel, of course. The Hitler Thank channel. you. You don't have to yeah, explain that I one know, to me. To you, yeah. I think almost everybody out there remembers when it was the History Channel. Right. So the, Hi- the Hitlery channel, Hitler, Hitler channel. So they're talking to, there's an older interview with a German guy who was at Normandy shooting at the allies. You know, they're interviewing him. He's it's in German. He's got a, you know, it's probably was an interview done like in the seventies or eighties or something like that. And they're just, interv- you know, it's some old footage of him discussing this landing and he's speaking in German. They're translating, you know, and it's uh, you can read the, uh, the script on the bottom. And, and he just started crying because he goes, and he was grateful that they came, but he was saying they just kept coming and coming and we were shooting at them and killing a lot of them, he said. He said he was just he was overcome with emotion remembering this because he just couldn't believe how they knew they were getting all shot up bad. You know, all of them knew this, and they because they could see the bodies as they're still coming on shore. And he said they just kept coming and coming and coming, and and we kept killing them. You know, and he and he was just he couldn't really continue the interview. Although he just couldn't really. Well, talk yeah, I mean, I was mowing people down. I, yeah. Now here's the thing: was he overcome with emotion because he didn't have enough bullets? I don't think or that is, was he, it. is you don't think that was it? Okay, good. But a lot of them probably didn't. The president denies his tariff plan. Will it? The what? Inflict pain on Americans. The president. Thank you. I'm just like so in shock that like the. I will tell you this. I'm already right. paying more for aluminum right now. We're trying to have a little little 
little pedal little, plane like, project. Yeah, the project. Thing. And they're already telling us, yeah, next week it's going to be, you know. Aluminum prices are already going up. Yeah. In, in anticipation. You know why they're going up now? So they can buy an inventory at a higher price. That's why they're going up ahead of time. Why? You know, because, because they know they're going to have to have this cash reserve, a little, little bit more money to buy more inventory. It's going to cost more. Mm-hmm. So they're charging more now. So they'll have oh as a, as a financial buffer for later yeah, on. So when they know it's yeah. going to be, they're not going to buy more aluminum. Their, their wholesale cost has not increased yet, but they're doing it in anticipation. Yes, that's really bad. Right now, anyway, here, here's what's bullshit too, though, about people because they do rise, raise, they do rise, they do rise the uh, cost of uh, of a can of Coke or a beer. You know, that always goes up a little bit when the aluminum prices go up, no matter for what reason, whether it's tariffs or whatnot. Which is lame because usually, uh, I mean. It's total bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. And the reason it's like, is, it's like gasoline. Right, because I, I looked up, when this can is empty, it doesn't weigh anything. They have a can of, sponsored by Dasani Blood Orange Sparkling Water, this this episode. Joe, did you know that? I got a sponsorship. It's crazy how we didn't get a sponsor. We, we got a sponsorship because you paid for those this time around. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never so mind. basically, this show works. is brought to you by Paul Gaines. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. So anyway, when this is empty... And I actually weighed one of these cans or a Coke can or something. You need a hobby. That was a good hobby. Or a wife. No, I don't. No, you don't. I really don't right now. I need a sailboat. Okay. But listen to this. This is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you weigh this, whatever, it, how many grams it is or whatever it's it is. It's not even one gram, I And you can, you can weigh it and you can value the price, like normal, what I have to pay for aluminum. Uh-huh. And what does this can cost? And it's like... Three cents or something. Right. Or two. I don't know. It's a penny and but a half. But they'll raise the, the price 25 cents. Right. Something. So you double the price of aluminum, and it's going to be three cents instead of a penny and a half or something. But they raise it, you know, 20 cents per can or whatever. So it's awesome because, for them. Because they can. Right. Can. Can. Get it? Can. You're itching yourself again. I'm so I know. sorry. It's all right. It happens. I and I forgot it, to I take my allergy meds. I said itching. That's not correct. You're scratching yourself. Scratching. Yeah. It does itch. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Normandy, it's already happened, you people, 75 years ago plus. But we're just, I'm just thinking about it right now, Joe, 75 years ago. It was right a now. huge deal because it was, it was definitely the turning point in the war. It was it. And, and a lot, amazingly enough, like I, doing my small amount of research I did on it last night, uh, D-Day was not seen as a turning point in the war to anybody except for people in military intelligence because... A lot of that, a lot of the data and information that was going on was still classified, and it didn't make it stateside. They just said, "Hey, this is what we're doing stateside." A day or two after D Day, and said, "This is what we did, and we're encroaching on this." But you still had mass casualties and getting the shit kicked out of Allied troops because you you still had uh, Ardennes, Bastogne. Battle of the Bulge, all that stuff that was just following, yeah, that that happened after D Day for another year. Did you know that we had uh, the previous owners of the cafe here? Uh, I'm sure I told you this. This is a fun. This is a fun fact. Get get ready. Pull your chairs up. Yeah, get your notepads out. Uh (laughs) The previous owners of the airport cafe here, uh, the father of the woman who ran it, and I should know his name, and I feel bad about this was an old World War II veteran. He was at the Battle of the Bulge. Wow, no shit. You didn't know that, did you? And he survived. Yeah, and he died a few years ago. I went to his funeral a few years ago here. Didn't know him that well, but he was a nice guy. Always had... And he was like a diesel engine expert afterwards. He learned some stuff during the war, and uh, he would talk about it a little bit. You'd ask him, he goes, we were, we were just uh, cannon fodder. We were just... Yep. We were just fodder. And he goes, I just, I just got lucky. I did, not, I did not get blown apart. And that was it, bottom line. And then so I had a friend of mine who was rebuilding his one of his airplanes 
from back east, but he was here visiting, and we had breakfast there, and he was there, and I went, do you, do you drink coffee? And he goes, not really. He goes, you need to order some coffee. Just do it, and I'll explain later. He goes, all right. So this old guy comes around, and would you like some uh, coffee? And he goes, oh, sure, i like some coffee. And so you pour, this guy is an aviation historian. He's like a really interesting, this friend of mine. And he walked away and goes, you just got served a cup of coffee by a man who was at the Battle of the Bulge. And he freaked the fuck out. Oh, I bet. I, w- I, I would have invited the man to sit down and talk. Yeah. So it's fucking nuts. I mean, it really is cool. I, I, I knew he would appreciate that because he was into World War II history and he was a he, he was Navy guy and all that kind of, a little bit older than I am, but he, he was just like, okay, that's, he, I said, yeah, that guy right there. Yeah, no Battle shit. Bulge. And it sucks because there's not very many of those guys left. No. Yeah, they're... And um, I wish I would have uh, been more aware of the, uh, that kind of stuff because I would have had a lot more conversations with mm-hmm. some of those old guys just because... Uh, a lot of their a lot of their stories didn't get told. No, a lot of their stories didn't, or they did get told, but they weren't recorded, and nobody knows about them. When we had the B seventeen here, um, we were giving free rides to. Uh, there was a few. There's a handful of World War II veterans that live in this county. Absolutely, and uh, a few of them got rides. A couple of them did not want to do it because right. they were on there, and they, and they, in fact, well, I remember seeing one of them that couldn't even come to you know. I saw them drive up, and he was with their daughter, I believe, and. So I could tell because he was kind of, he was older and he was, he came to the fence and just looked at the airplane and he couldn't even come. And that was all he needed to see. Yeah. He didn't want to even get near the airplane. And I don't, I can't blame those guys for that. But it's funny, the different perspective, right? We all, we think they're cool, neat old radial engine, World War II bomber, wave the flag and. It's it's cool. It's cool for. That That was World War I though, wasn't it? Send the word over there. (laughs) So. The it's not a lot of people that have a little different thought about that. Yeah, it's not it's not all over there, over there, and boogie woogie bugle boy. It's not all <laughs> fucking like that. A lot all of the USO girls, yeah, no flipping shit. around. Sure, it was fun. It, it I oh man, especially on the especially on the B seventeens. Like what a rickety fucking death trap, amazing machine. Yeah, but like, well, you flew it. Which is <laughs> yes, I did actually. You flew a quick mission to Havasu. Physically bomb the shit out of them when we bomb the shit out of them. <laughs> California, go home. Fuck you, Havasu. Uh, when, when in all actuality, there were zero bombs. There are dummy bombs on there though. <laughs> we, Those dummy bombs. I was one of was, the, Yeah, were you a dummy bomb? <laughs> I, I freaked for, out when we were delivering it from Kingman Havasu, and uh, it's not whatever. I was very fortunate. I had no idea that was going to happen. I had no idea. No idea that they're going to go. Hey. Yeah, so we're flying along, we're walking around that brickety thing, thinking you're getting shot at, and I'm go to the front, back in the front, and I'm going up the front, and they go, yeah, you ought to go up to the front, whatever. I'm there, and in the left seat is one of my friends in our flying club, flying the airplane, and I looked at the co-pilot, and he looked at me, and I looked back, going, hey, what the hell's going on? And he goes, he took his head, and he goes, you want to fly it? And I went, yeah, yeah, you, I can. He goes, yeah, you can get in there. So and I then, said, get the fuck out of the seat. Yeah, and then you ripped it. Who was it that was sitting in the seat? I can't remember who it was in the left hand. Was it who Scott was it? or Tim? Or, no, Tim didn't make it. He didn't make that flight. Oh. He did all the work for the uh, for getting it here. and He he did all the leg work, and he didn't get to. He, f- he was doing something else. He, <laughs> That's rough. He didn't know that was going to. I'm sure he would have been on the airplane had he known. It doesn't fly very well. Just telling you. Well, it's probably. Well, 
It's 1940s technology. I know. And it's big and heavy. And I, I was trying to turn it. And what I did was, go, you know, turn a little bit. And I went, is it autopilot on or something? Because there's no autopilot on. This is, this is as hard as it is. It's physically exhausting to fly it. I went, holy cow. But it was, it's one of the, by far, one of the coolest things I've ever done is physically get my hands on. Folks, you have to understand that Paul's eyes were popping out of his skull the entire weekend. Because I was out here, was it Thursday that they flew in? Or yeah. a Friday afternoon, they did flew the air-to-air air photography when and they did came the, in. Well, you got to do chase plane shit from Phoenix. Yeah, we flew down to Phoenix we, to follow uh, them up here. We, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? We um, escorted them here, basically. And you're just like, you were telling me, like, I and, and giving me, you know, texting me, like, oh, we're about 20 minutes out, 15 minutes out, 10 minutes out. Mm-hmm. And I got to be here when it landed, which was exhilarating as hell for me, for anybody who ever follows me on social media, that that, mm-hmm. that day... I, Memphis Bell is one of my favorite movies of all time from when I was a little kid. Anytime it was on TV, I watched the shit out of it. I owned it on I owned it on VHS on DVD, and you know I just watched the shit out of it. Love it, and I love the fact that the Memphis Bell is now in Dayton at the uh, you know Air Force Museum. It's I got to actually touch it, even though I got looked at by one of the docents at the museum last time. And they're like, "Don't do that." I'm like, "Bitch, it's just I, my tax dollars paid for this, not my tax dollars at all." <laughs> my ancestors tax dollars paid for this yeah. anyway and i was stoked just to see the sumbitch land here at my home airfield mm-hmm. but but for a b17 that to land in kingman for the first time in 70 years or something like that or 60 years that it's been was amazing you're ranting about like i can't believe it i'm gonna chase plane and talk to a b17 pilot from my plane and but and then I, in my head, I'm like, I don't think it's going to ever, Paul's life is ever going to get much better. And then three days later, it did it when did, you got yeah. to help fly it. Yeah, that was, uh, which is, that was nuts. Fuck, that's cool. But the crew came to Blackridge. I invited them to come to Blackridge. They had some beers there. If you remember yeah, that, they absolutely. Were, they were which yeah. is neat as hell. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, D Day happened now. How many, were there, how many B 17s were at D Day? I wonder. Not a lot. The only they did they just softened up the the the. I don't know if it was B 17s at all. Maybe in B twenty fives fours that they they bombed the the different parts of um, of the French coast like a couple weeks before. Right. So they knew they the Germans knew they were coming. They knew exactly when or exactly where, but they knew they were coming. Yeah, they knew that there was a huge buildup. Right. So I I, I don't think I could be totally wrong, and people that. Maybe historians are just screaming. I don't think B-17s were involved in in softening up the shore. Right. They were probably still going into Germany bombing ball-bearing factories and stuff, and the smaller bombers were were doing, uh, you know, the short hauler kind of doing the uh, Normandy coast, maybe. But it was a, a shitload, mostly troops and stuff. And I, I know they did some strafing runs back and forth. You know, they when, when they were actually landing on shore, I believe some Spitfires and stuff were, yeah. were rip, ripping across and, and shooting at the Germans, I think. I should know a little bit more about this. I've seen a lot of different movies, read a lot of different stuff, but there's so much that was going on those few days. You would have to really, really be a scholar. World to, War II itself yeah. is so dense with shit going on yeah. everywhere around the globe. Like I didn't. Did you know that there was a campaign? Like there, there was actual battles fought in Greenland. No, I didn't know that either. <laughs> like the war for the North Atlantic was a big deal. And it, when they say North Atlantic, I mean up to the Arctic, the Arctic Circle. Jesus. And I had I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah, like on the land fighting. Like in got onto Greenland, mm-hmm. and there was fighting. It wasn't a lot of people. It was it was a couple thousand troops total, 
But there were two battles that were fought in Greenland. Was it probably like in the Monty Python Holy Grail where someone was up on top of a castle and they're just Yum. doing raspberries at each other? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> is that what it was like? Yo, what is the line? Your mother smells like... <laughs> What is it? Your father stinks of... <laughs> I can't remember the line. And at some point, out of the middle of nowhere, he just I says, fart, fart in your general I direction. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> Wouldn't it be is that great? what it was like in Greenland? I think were... that's what it was. But it was in, like, it was in Danish. <laughs> anyway... The Germans were in U-boats in the in the Gulf. Actually, they, they went around. They were they were in the Gulf. Oh, there were there's there's like three of them that have been found. Three U-boats that were sunk in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, uh, including there's like an, I don't know if it's an urban legend or if it's ever been substantiated, but there was definitely uh, there's definitely stories about uh, finding bodies in these U-boats as they like you know that that have become uncovered through hurricanes and things like that. Wow. Uh, that are off the coast of Florida or off the coast of, uh, uh, Alabama mm -hmm. where they recovered German bodies and like from, you know, that washed out that washed out of the sunken U boat and, and on, made it to shore. on and, and made it to shore. And they found like on their clothes, like, uh, not receipts, but like drink tickets and, and brothel shit like receipts from wow. brothels in in new orleans i don't know if that's true but i yeah. could see something like that happening sure all the all the world war ii shit fascinates me especially because it it was it was a true global war and there's just arizona had some kind of unfortunate shit going on uh like the japanese and there was like three japanese internment camps in arizona right. one kind of close to here down in poston and then uh, there was that one I think I told you about that I talked to this Native American uh, female unit that I used to when I first got here. Did you say female unit? I'm, just, I'm being stupid. Sorry. Uh, okay. This is absolute, woman. woman. She's an absolute unit. Within Flagstaff, and I, I think I told you this, what she, she claims there was one up there that was not really on the map, you know, that was kind of unknown. Yeah, it's part of Camp, uh, Camp Navajo. Yeah, and it's Aaron Rick and I talked about it because he—that's where he would go. Uh, yeah, there's, there's. But it's one of the ones that wasn't really no talked. Whatever. Oh, 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 oh! You're talking about the one over on the Navajo Nation in Navajo Nation. Yeah, pa yeah. way past Flagstaff. Yeah, because yes. we looked into it, and there's there's definitely some there's there's still some folks around that remember it being there, and yeah. there's bad ruins stuff. of it. Bad, bad stuff. Very bad stuff. Totally wiped off. No records. They just got rid of everything. Right. It was bad news. But on a lighter note, we've talked about this. It was been a while ago on this podcast, but it's worth revisiting given the topic mm -hmm. of, uh, God, I can't remember the name of the camp, but it was a POW camp specifically for German prisoners of war, oh. specifically SS and Stasi yeah, and in like officers area. in Phoenix. And I love this story because they somehow got a hold of a map and they saw where it said the Gila River was mm -hmm. nearby. So they tunneled out. They made a makeshift inflatable raft, and they were their whole escape plan was to get out and get to the Gila River and float down to the Colorado into the Gulf of Mexico, and then get and and get to Mexico, which was essentially neutral in World War II. Yeah, and they didn't realize that the Gila River was dry because <laughs> they're <laughs> fucking Germans. They don't know shit about uh, Arizona. It's not the monsoon season. Yeah, it's <laughs> not monsoon season. Like it wasn't. The, 10 minutes after a fucking rainstorm. So there is Gila river is dry. And that yeah. was before Tempe town Lake and like salt river project and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So there was, it was truly just a little trickle and they're like, fuck. And it <laughs> took almost all of the escaped prisoners 
were caught within, I think, a week, except for like two one, guys. One or two dudes. That made it like 35 or 40 days wandering around out in the desert to where some some person was like, get the fuck out of here, right. fucking Hans. But yeah. I, I love Mickey Mouse. I love I love Mickey Mouse. <laughs> hamburgers, hamburgers. <laughs> he, yeah, they, I love little stories like that. It's unfortunate about the Japanese internment camps. Like that... Mm, it was bad news. It was bad, yeah. and and they're, they're, that's not the only one I've heard of where they weren't just internment; like they were just people that were kind of put down. But you have to think about this. I mean, I'm not justifying any of that shit because it's just bad. But you know, they they bomb Pearl Harbor, and you know, they look like they're Japanese, and now we're in war with them. So what do you do? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not saying you should have done that. I just don't know. You got a bunch of Japanese on the West Coast running around, and who knows who's a spy. Who knows if all of them were spies for ten years? Plan this bombing out. You know what I mean? I, no I get. Really I get did. what you're saying. It's like how what was what would have been the proper reaction? I, yeah, I don't. Even looking back in hindsight from 2019 back to 1941, mm-hmm. what would be the the what should we have done? Right. And why are they called camp? <laughs> why, is it, why is it concentration camp? <laughs> Stop. I'm not nope. Saying it's. Just a pretty bad one. I'm the moral compass of this podcast. It is horrible. It's that's fucking terrible because people are like, "What?" Do you know the Japanese had uh, these submarines that had on it a German design uh, airplane that they would sort of assemble, or it'd be all the wings would be off, and I believe they'd be inside this uh, chamber, small airplane, uh, and then they would surface, and then they'd stick the wings on and take off. Somehow, it, it, I don't know if they'd go into the windows mess or is it, it was STOL short takeoff. Maybe I don't know. The plan was that they didn't have a lot of these, but they were going to actually fly into on the West Coast. And, uh, that's, and what just, that, that's what that big hat from my grandfather's is around here. I don't know where it is. The right big now. hat? Yeah, it's, got that, it's got that L.A. police. Uh, it's sitting over there somewhere, I think. Oh, right? yeah, you yeah, see yeah, that yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're so talking my, about. So, so my grandfather was one. It looks like riot gear. Yeah, yeah like, and so they had a bunch of these volunteer sort of, you're going to volunteer and we're all going to volunteer to watch the coast. And people would right. be out there watching overnight to have different shifts and just look out there with binoculars on the, in the water. Cause they, we assume the Japanese are going to be yeah. invading, which was, and it was scary. Cause there was, you know, they actually, they said they put out the Japanese put out something like 10,000 uh, balloons with bombs attached to them. Yeah. And I think four made it to the West coast. <laughs> and then the, the interesting story uh, was that uh, one, made it to uh, Oregon and the bomb blew up and killed like a family out that was camping out in the woods. Hmm. So then, you know, years and years and years later, one of the guys that had something to do with it uh, showed up from like had something to do with the, like letting those bombs go or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, He traveled, you know, in the, maybe in the nineties, I think I'd have to look it up. Okay. Uh, Traveled to Oregon to apologize and 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 actually took his old like went there in military dress like his Japanese military uniform oh, from World War like, II like a formal apology a formal apology apology and actually pulled his sword took his sword out unsheathed and gave it to the mayor of that town and said wow this is what I mean it's just Japanese man it's part of yeah. their culture to be that 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 full of honor at which point and, some- he, and went and honorably handed went to hand the mayor the sword you know that you know you I deserve. You know, I either I need your forgiveness or you can put me down now because I that's what I did was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And the mayor forgave him and then actually gave him the key to the city, which was that's a little weird. I, I think See, that's, that's I, 
giving a key to the city is kind of eh, I don't know. I probably just shouldn't have done that. Probably maybe maybe just happen. maybe just say you forgive him and right. uh, do a photo op and just be done. What we should have also said is like, well, you know, we did do that little bomb thing later on. So yeah, I mean, we irradiated people and created Godzilla. So like, I'm, I think we're I, we're gonna call it even, okay, buddy? <laughs> Bought him a beer because they were in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a microbrew. It's awesome. Also, uh, Michael. I, 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 I don't like it. IPAs. <laughs> Too happy. A microbrew. So fucking awful. I'm gonna go to hell. We're gonna go straight to hell. Okay, let's take a break and come back and talk about more serious shit. Fine.
serious now? I mean, we can get more seriouser. Well, we can dial it down. We're going to dial it back, not dial it down. Dial it, dial it back, dial it up. Oh, dial it back. Dial it back. Yeah. Just lower the, take the equalizer and just kind of, just kind of turn, you can either turn it up or you can just dial it, you can dial it back a little bit. Dial it back. Yeah. I made some sweaty balls. My name's Pete Sweaty. You gave too much information. Too much. I did. I did. I really, I really screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah. So, um, why does why is that a, a a a colloquialism? Screwing the pooch. I mean, people do that. I realize people. I saw a video once, uh, early yeah. days of YouTube. So, <laughs> YouTube had those? No, they didn't have it on there. Oh man, YouTube has so much porn on it. You have no idea. Like it's there. I don't remember oh. YouTube porn. No, it. No, it's just it. it it's there. Uh, if it gets <laughs> so, before they had algorithms to boot them you, off. This is how fucked up YouTube and copyright stuff is, right? Mm-hmm. And obscenity laws and whatever you want to call them. So let's say I upload some scat porn, just women pooping on each other and whatnot. But you, what you do? I'm not into it. I don't like. I don't like. I barely but you like. You do upload my, it. I don't like my own shit. I upload it just. But you're not into it. I'm trying to fuck up the system. Kind of freak <laughs> out the squares. Okay, so let's just say. No, I've never didn't. uploaded scat porn to anything ever. I've never even actually watched scat porn. Like I, I think I. I watched a clip. I think you created some in my bathroom during I oh. before we recorded. I mean, the way I felt afterward, you'd think I came. <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, so let's say I upload scat porn <laughs> to YouTube, <laughs> okay. right? Just, just, just people pooping on each other. Sure, naked because you got to poop. Everybody's got to poop. If everybody nobody com- if everybody poops, if nobody complained about it. Mm-hmm. And as long as it didn't have any copyright shit in it, and I labeled it as art, it's staying. Okay. Now, all it takes is a few handful of people to complain about it. Or let's say I threw, um, I don't know, a Led Zeppelin song as the background track. It's going to get flagged immediately by YouTube's... People are pooping with... Oh, the, let the sun beat down <laughs> upon my face. <laughs> oh, let the shite fall down upon my face <laughs> anyway my face. i can't believe we're quoting cashmere in reference to scat porn so are you saying so now what I'm that saying you, you is, could is do that, that now you could do that now i could absolutely do that now but what i'm saying is do you have that, a video that's <laughs> sure maybe no, no, I'm <laughs> Let me check. so what i'm saying though is that but they, but they'll call they'll It'll be uploaded, and someone on their end will go, "Yeah, we're gonna just say that someone complained." Yeah, some no, they don't do that. We're we're complaining. If it says art, they have to prove that they you know because that they have a policy okay. on hand. Okay, do you remember years ago? Remember Robin Thicke? Uh, remember, no, I remember uh, Andy Thicke. Who's Andy Thicke? Wasn't there a guy in a sitcom? No, Alan Thick. Alan Thick, not Alan Thick. Thick. Yeah, Sorry. that's his son, Robin Thick. He had a he had a oh. top forty hit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Five six years ago, yeah, remember? Yeah, it was that, like that was, uh, blurred lines. Yes. Do you remember the video for blurred yes, lines? Yes, and it with lots of topless women all over the and place. And it was a copy of. Uh, okay, we're not going to get into that. That's oh, not, but, I, it was a Marvin. It's, it was a Marvin Gaye song. They sued you, the yeah. piss out of him. And yeah. They got a got a bunch of money from from Robin Thick. Right. But anyway, he he declared that as art because it is art. You know, it's music and it's a music video. Sure. It's the uh, visual representation of the audio. Thank you for burping over top you can of that. Honk the visual, that out no, I lot. can't honk that out because it echoed onto my microphone. Good. Good. Fine. 
Good. Do it. <laughs> fine, fine. Go ahead. Tell you, her. You, you know what you sound like? You sound like oh. Bender on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Good. Not even close, bud. <laughs> now you just need the uh, Claire. Claire to turn around and be like, stop. Like that's, a pretty good, that's a pretty good movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. You say that with every movie we talk about. I mean, it is. I have a ton of favorite movies. I have like 50 movies that shape who I am as a human. Every single... Uh, I'm not going to get into that just yet. Okay. No. So Blurred Lines had all these topless women on it. And it's not a, it's not something you would see on MTV or VH1 unless it was late at night. Mm-hmm. And, and even then, maybe once or twice. So... What I'm getting at is that YouTube has a policy of if, if you put a label of this is art, they kind of don't touch it as long as it's not breaking copyright or trademark you know, violations all that. Right. So like scat porn could be totally acceptable. In fact, there's a ton of uh, there's a ton of low level, like low key porn all over the place. Why are you taking pictures of your Dasani can? I'm not. And take a picture of the the Rubik's, Rubik's cube. Rubik's cube because we want it. You took a picture of the unicorn. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'll be on mic in a second. But uh, so this last week at trivia, we won. Uh, it was '80s themed trivia at Blackridge uh, last week, right. and our team, which was very fluid, and we spoke about, uh, is we won a unicorn uh, like neon lamp, right, and a pre-solved Rubik's cube, which Paul has on display on its little stand yes. to make it look like he solved it, which he didn't. Can you? Have you ever solved one a Rubik's cube? Yes, but it took me a while. I had a buddy of mine, one of my Georges. Uh, was really into this and he you know they, they would between classes everybody would meet out in the hallway and do the Rubik's Cube real quick and then go back in the ne- next class did you guys ever have any girlfriends was yeah, this, we, was this we, in between audio video like double, AV club double dated a lot yeah mm-hmm. I feel like you guys dated your oscilloscopes and shit no no the, um, no but there was yeah that was pretty popular remember that there was a I told you this the Rubik was a designer he designed a glider He's a Hungarian, I believe. I think Rubik is Hungarian. Okay. I think it's Hungarian. And there was a thing called a Rubik glider. It's the same guy. Do you have to solve it before you can get in it? <laughs> it looks ugly. It looks like they didn't have... It wasn't like an Italian design where it was pretty or something. It was an ugly glider. You should look up the Rubik glider right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, because I have to now. Are you... Be, you know how to spell just look up the Ruby glider and you go, that is not attractive. And so, yes, you have to solve it. You have to, <laughs> uh, you're going to go, that's not an attractive. Cause you see all the beautiful flying machines here. We have, I, I, I have and the paintings and pictures and shit that you have. Right, They're just gorgeous. And the models and they're R 26 go bay. Yeah. He's Hungarian. Oh no! Unattractive. Oh no! That is not good looking. It's not an attractive glider. It looks like a roomy glider. It looks like the minivan of gliders. <laughs> no, it looks like the no the uh, uh, Ford Aerostar of gliders. Yeah, of gliders. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Aerostar was. I mean, it's, it was minivan, but it was also ugly. It wasn't like a Dodge Caravan. Dodge Caravan or Chrysler Town and Country. Same thing. You know, same platform. Right. We're good looking minivans. Right. Right. And they kind of got a little bit better. Even like the hell, if I if I could have like a 07 to about a 2012, I think, or 2013 Chrysler Town and Country, they had like the high end version that had um, the performance V6. It had like a six speed 
transmission where it was actually kind of zippy on the highway and it'll, really? it'll do 120. You're serious? Had, yeah, it had a okay. Bose 12 speaker system and it had like a like a 10 inch down firing sub subwoofer built into it. You know what? Like it's really really nice minivan. It's still a minivan, but I don't give a shit. You know what I think of when I think of minivans of certain vintages? Mm. The first thing I think and this is a weird thought. You're gonna go. How did you? Obviously, you think of. A soccer mom or something, whatever, you know, years ago. You're thinking of Ron White and his bit where he's like, he tells the guys, Mercedes doesn't make a van, and I got a place to fuck your sister in it. Like when he's talking to his brother-in-law about why that's, he owns a van. That's not what I think about. What I think that's what I think about anytime no. I think about vans, ever. I, I think of really bad uh, cloth seats that when you sit in, you can't really get quite comfortable because it kind of sticks to your pants. You know what I mean? It just it's not it's not leather or something where you're you can't you know what I mean it kind of kind of wrinkles the material underneath your your seat. Look, man, I know that you lived in a trailer for a while that was struck by lightning and infested by snakes. That's why I went. Deaf. But I, I feel like, huh? Like it's got to me. It was the loudest noise ever. I think was it louder than the Journey concert you went to? You basic bitch. Uh, that was a pretty good concert. Nineteen eighty <laughs> seventy nine or eighty. I'll have you know. I'll have you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the two loudest noises were that, and then the the forty four magnum I shot without hearing protection, which was dumb. One round. That's like one. That that's that's like point five Tunguska. That's so fucking loud. That was stupid. Uh, no, I. You just sound like such a one percenter. Like minivans remind me of. No. Having cloth seats in my automobile, something you know, I haven't had since 1981. That's not what I mean. Some when cloth, I was still on the dole. Some cloth seats are acceptable, but minivan seats are just remind me, for whatever reason, that you know, the, the cloth is not real taut or something in, in, in you. It's kind of like wearing pajamas to bed. When you roll over and you're... Such bed, a bad idea. And you're, you, How people do that, I don't things, understand. You kind of fold around and you kind of get knotted up in them a little bit. And it's you uncomfortable. Feel, that's yeah. what, to me what your butt feels, not your butt. When my butt feels like, if I'm getting in a in a minivan with cloth seats, just never. And then you kind of lift up, so you kind of raise up and get your seat off and trying to move your trying to move it all around. And, and then your pants kind of slide down or your shirt slides something's up. Something's sliding. That's I, what I'm talking. about. You know about. what? I guess I, these are things that I don't really think about. I just call them driving, like the things you don't that have go cloth on. seats. Do you? Yes, I do. I have they're they're vinyl on the sides and cloth cloth in the center. This in this truck? Yep. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thanks. Thank you for recognizing my struggle. <laughs> you're such a fucking. That's what I think about you're, you're out of, Sometimes you're very like in touch with the working man's struggles yeah. and everything, and then other times you're just like, fucking, my airplane doesn't have cloth seats for a reason. <laughs> like when you I'll take tell you it, why it doesn't because people puke in there and then it's easier to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> How many people have puked in that airplane? Stand by. You don't have to say names. No, I know uh, three. I know uh, there's a uh, one, two, three, and maybe four. Okay. What about you? Have you ever thrown up in your airplane? No. There was only one time I came close to puking in one of my own aircraft, and that was in the glider in Tennessee. I may have told you about that, where I was driving there, and I was so fucking hungry. It was in the middle, middle of nowhere, but they happened to be like two or three miles away from the glider port was like a brand new Taco Bell. Ugh. So, <laughs> so I got a couple. Gross. Of, got like two tacos, if I recall. Some of the glider, and it was kind of a low uh, low lift day. Here, everything is thousands of feet in the air, but you're kind of low, and I'm, so I'm circling low, and I'm, I'm barely hanging on, but I'm able to gain altitude. 
but I'm having to really kind of focus and c- kind of wrap up the circles to where they're thermaling folks. Like kind of corks, corkscrew up. Yeah, and so I'm going around and around. I'm going, okay, I'm going to make this kind of cool. And then I, and I go, I don't, I don't feel so good. I said, I'll just burp here in a second. It'll be fine. So I'm circling, circling. I kind of burp. I'm going, I don't feel any better. And I'm going, and then I thought, there was a moment there. I thought, I'm going to have to land. And my glider was then just rebuilt. It was gorgeous. It was beautifully redone. You know, everything, new interior pieces that were suede that I had put in there and stuff oh like that. Oh, my God. And I didn't have, because I don't get sick when I fly, and I'm, especially if I'm flying. It just doesn't happen ever, ever, never. I was born into it. My, my mother was pregnant with me with my first flight in a glider. So anyway, so I'm going, I had a moment there. I'm going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to puke in my own glider. I'm going to puke in my I own I mean, if glider. you're going to puke, you might as well puke in your own glider. And you start thinking about how you're going to do it, you know, because now you're kind of laying down a little bit. You're not sitting up. You're laying down. Like, right. Where am I going to do this? Because what's going to happen is going to go all on me. You know, I'm going to have to try to hold it in my shirt or something so it doesn't go dripping down around the seat and past the seat pan and go down into the fuselage. And ooh, because now I'm going to be, it's going to be spending all damn day cleaning it out. That's nasty. All right. So th- these are things you think about before you, you which do I'm it. sure doesn't help. <laughs> no. The nausea much. No, but then I think I got high enough and I straightened out and I finally burped a few more times, which tasted like Taco Bell each time. <laughs> I'm going, okay, I think I'm okay. I'm okay, you know. And people wonder why I don't eat Taco Bell. They call me a fucking snob. But I do want to go it's back to... I'm a snob. We, we talked about this at Del Taco. Food. I'm going to try that new pea protein. Yeah, the uh, uh, Taco? Impossible Tacos. Did you say they were? I had to revisit it. I just talked about. Remember, this. I can't remember if they're there's two there's two big ones out on the market right now. Is you have Impossible Brand, mm. and then you have what is the other one called? This is from Del Taco. Better, better meat, better than meat. Both from Del Taco. Those. No, 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 oh. no, no. Like Carl, oh, store bought. Like, yeah, the yeah, store bought like okay. like vegetarian like fake meat stuff. And uh, I can't. I gotcha. Was it? You have better than. Beef? Better than beef? Is that what it's called? I've never really had any of these. Excuse beyond. Me. It's Beyond Meat. So you have Beyond Meat brand, and then you have the other one that I've already forgot. And you've had these. Jesus. I need to take brain pills. No, my brain's been working overtime for the past like five, six, five, six by, days. By yeah. the time you've, you folks hear this, uh, pride would have already happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, what, just what Joe I'm, is working on. I'm a little bit stressed out. That's okay. People think now, the people have, they see me like some of the Pride events coming up and, and I may be at the hug hug thing. But me, Not you, maybe, I'm counting on you. You guys may have seen me there. Hopefully I've hugged some of you by now. I hope that some of you have been hugged by Paul. Right. Maybe not because of his obligation to the hug tent, <laughs> but just because Paul's a good hugger. Huggerama. Huggerama 2019. Huggerino. Huggerino. <laughs> Hugs. <laughs> Paul Gaines, the giving gain, hugs, the Gainernator, the Gaines train, giving hu- Gaines train, running down the tracks to give hugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't even remember that guy's the, like the character's name. I just, I mean, I know it's Rob Schneider. Oh wait, wait, on no, Saturday he goes, hey, they go, hey, uh, Tommy, David, St- St- Steve. Is it Steve? No, wait, no, copy not Steve. Steve, Steve, the copy guy. Copy or Steve? It's not Steve because one of the characters' name he would make fun of was was Steve. It's Steve Arino, it's the Stevenator. So it's not Steve. Is it Steve? Hi Todd. Hi Tim. Just making some copies. Uh, hi. Uh, I'll get it in a minute. Give me the first letter of his name and I'll get it. Richmeister. Rich. Rich. The Richmeister. 
Oh, God. <laughs> With the, his hair sticking straight up, I think. When Sting was on there. <laughs> do you guys know the car- what we're talking about? This I hope some SNL. of you people do. My phone's really loud. Tom. Tom Me. <laughs> hey, Richard, I'm just making some copies. The Tomster. Tom Man. Tom Tom. Tom Arino. How you doing, Richard? The Tomster making copies. Mr. Tom. Tom Me. <laughs> yeah. See ya. And that was that was Mike Myers, by the way. Okay. Bill, Billy, the Billster, Bill Man, Billy Bill Bill. The name is Randy. Randy, <laughs> the Randster. Only one copy for the Rand Man. <laughs> the Rand Man. <laughs> Steve and Sandy making copies. The Steve man and the Sandster making copies. Who is this guy? Do you know him? Don't worry about him. That's just Richard Lamer. It's just his way of trying to be nice. Hi, Richard. The Sandster saying hi. Sandy and Steve. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Maybe somebody ought to talk to him. Steve Arama. <laughs> Steve Aramovich. We've all tried. There's nothing we can do. Thank you. You have to all look right. at this. You have to look at this. Finish with the copies. Sandy's turn. Sandita. <laughs> hey, guy. What are you working on here? Steve Arino. <laughs> uh, you work for the accounting department, I guess, huh? Steve-o. So how do you like it here? All right. Steve Arolo, the Steve Meister. Asking me. Okay. okay, that's enough. That's enough. I, you, I, you have I, to see his face when he's doing this goofy. He's goofy. It's so fucking funny. It really and it's so old and goofy. It that's that's a twenty five year old bit. Yeah, still funny. So at some point, Steve, Steve Sting is the uh, Sting, is a musical like, guest, and he comes in to make some Sting, copies. Sting, Gordo, Gordon. <laughs> Too good for the police. I think he says something <laughs> like that. Sting. <laughs> Solo man sting. Solo man. Desert Rose. Like he just, <laughs> it's so, it's brilliant. And uh, shout out to, uh, uh, who is it? Uh, the uh, ex-wife and uh, three sister and sisters-in-law that went to go see New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys in, in Vegas like two weeks ago. Oh. And who did they run into in the casino floor? Steve. Steve. Rich Meister. Oh, no, they ran that, into Rob that Schneider. Guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they ran into that, Rob yeah. Schneider. And, and he I was just, cool. Wasn't he cool? Yeah, no, it was super cool. Uh, yeah. It was funny. I asked Portia, I'm like, do you think your mom was like, like, you can't do it or something like that's what oh. I would do to make don't, sure don't, that it was don't, him. Don't do I, 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 I probably if we ever see anybody that's famous together. I'm going to just run because you're going to start doing goofy things. I will probably do what Rob Schneider was just doing. Do like if we ran into, I don't know, Steven Tyler, Steven Tyler, Aerosmith, man, the Aerosmithinator. I would do that. And he'll be like, uh, why are you doing this? Right. Even though he does, you know, he looks like he looks like everybody's chill grandma. Have you ever Steve seen Tyler? Yeah, yes, he does. Steven Tyler looks like a like a like a Florida retiree 
who has a medical marijuana card. Yeah, who just smokes weed all day. Smokes weed all day long, yeah. but is like the cool grandma. Like maybe yeah. gets like the cookies that she baked for you and your friends. Gets those right. confused with the cookies she bakes for Probably her. Probably gives like a $100 bill instead of like a $5 bill <laughs> when you, when you, <laughs> for your birthday. Or sends you a check for $85. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. God, that's a Steven Tyler. God damn. Why don't you go make out with her on your couch stuff covered in plastic? Remember that one? 40 year old virgin? Yes. <laughs> So she gets five dollars. She's, she's a gilf. <laughs> he calls her a gilf. She's gonna send you a check for five dollars on your birthday. She's not a grandmother. He's like, I'm not like a doctor or anything, but I, th- I think she is. I think her kid has, has a, kid, a kid, and that makes her a grandmother. <laughs> Fuck, Seth Rogen. His that was his breakout role, man. As far as I'm concerned, it's now on Netflix. I think or it's been on Netflix for a while. Is I it? actually watched it the other day. Oh man, I, it's it's just a funny. It's constantly funny. It's and like there's little things that they put into the 40 year old version that were really that that you that just make it so much more legitimate and uh, and funny. I got it. Like when he actually he actually Steve Carell actually got his chest waxed. Yes, he did. And, I and that, it yeah. was only to the extent that you saw in the movie. He didn't like finish it. He was like, no, because I wasn't acting. When I was like, ah, Kelly Clarkson, that was real. <laughs> I was really screaming. The blood you saw was, was real. blood. It was yeah. actual blood. Yeah. He put his shirt on, a little drop of blood. Drop of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I got those two two uh, Middle Eastern guys, and they they heard about this party, and they go to uh, go fuck a goat, and they call him Montel. It's so Montel. <laughs> hey, yo, man, my name ain't Montel. He all right, said, like, he said. He said, "Why don't we be invited to this party?" He goes, "Yeah, why don't we?" He says, "What are we, Al Qaeda?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those guys murdered his wife. He did. Yes, the, and ta- he's the, in tall, the taller dude. Yeah, the yeah. taller guy. It's funny because for like five years, I thought I was the shorter guy, and then I kept seeing him in other movies. And I'm like, I thought that guy was in prison. Uh, it's not about butthole pleasures. Butthole pleasures. It's not about the rusty trombone. Rusty trombone. The, the dirty Sanchez. Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> it and it kicked off a whole bunch of those people's careers and made it so that Judd Apatow was able to make like the next one was Knocked Up, which was just a ph- just phenomenal movie. Soundtrack was great, and that's a uh, you know there's all all those all those dudes kind of got launched after Knocked Up was in, you know was was in and there. the and the black ball dude's girlfriend comes in pissed off because he went to that speed dating thing for lunch or something. Like, what the fuck is, is this? Is, is this your card? Is this your card? Did you say, so you said, ho fo Yeah, I said, yeah, she was a ho fo show. You said she needed a hurtin' for a squirtin'. Yeah, she was hurtin' for a squirtin'. Do you know who else's first, like, major movie debut that was? It was Kevin Hart. Oh. Kevin Hart was the guy that was talking to the Oh, he was pissed off. He came in. He wanted the discount. Yeah, wanted the discount, and he's like, look. I'm going to need the warranty, uh, extended warranty for the price of free. <laughs> and he just starts arguing with him. Those two going back and forth is yeah. really funny. The I'm going to clap, clap you up. I'm going to come back and clap I'm you up. Come back, clap so. you up. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd loses his shit because he's hung on the girl, yes. the ex-girlfriend. They, and they broke up. Yeah, and it was... Uh, she was from, from that... The, she was on The Office. She no. was also on her own TV yeah, show. It was called was, Amy something. Amy, Amy. I don't know what it was. It was a terrible. I just. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't find. I don't find her funny. I had an ex girlfriend who loved that show. Whatever that that one show of her own. She really? made me made me watch it. You had an ex girlfriend. I actually a, had an ex girlfriend. You, yes, you have a girl. You've had a girlfriend the past ten years. Yeah. Oh. Right on. You know this person. Oh, do I? Oh, okay. 
I don't think she listens to the podcast, so it's okay. Right. She has dogs, doesn't she? Is she a dog person? Has at least one dog. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, she has one dog that's the size of two dogs. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I can't think of the, the name of the show. It doesn't matter. But yeah, that Paul Rudd's like, I have to hear Yamo be there one more damn time. <laughs> I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. <laughs> so fucking funny. It's like, so yeah, man, I had a weekend. Uh, went to so Tijuana, you know, because he wanted to see this show, you know, as a woman fucking a horse. Or a horse, 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 horse fucking a woman. Horse, or horse, a donkey. It was. it was a donkey. donkey I think it was a donkey a woman. show. And he kind of goes, he kind of takes, you know, it was, uh, it was got to be kind of cool, but actually it wasn't so cool, man. I mean, he was really giving it to he her. He was really giving it to her. You, you got to a point where you kind of felt bad. Bad for the woman. For the woman. Then he felt bad for the. He felt bad for the donkey, and I was just feeling <laughs> bad. I started feeling bad about everybody, but then I got drunk. <laughs> you know, of all things that I want to see and experience. Sorry, people, for my, going through this movie. You guys are just hating you, this You right people now. need to watch the movie because it's that good. Right. And if you know, go watch on Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, fucking, you. I was. Chances are you don't know how to operate a a, you know, a podcast player. So. Are you a um? You have Netflix. I do. Right. Uh, are you for any, a long time? For a very long time. Are you any? Uh, are you into the other uh, like Amazon? I know I, I have a free Amazon. I I have Amazon Prime. I haven't even used I Amazon. I barely use Amazon Prime. Like I have Amazon Prime for you know for four or five years now for just for buying shit because sure. I'm a fat so, white you, American. That's but you, what we but do. you don't use it for you don't use it for mu- music. And I don't use and it stuff? for music. I use it. I do use it for movies on occasion. Like I watched Roadhouse last week. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Okay. Fucking love that movie. Yeah. I actually, I set my phone down, wa- sat and just watched Roadhouse and listened to the dialogue. It's not a very good movie. No. But it is a great movie. Well, it's one of those movies you want to watch, though. Absolutely, because it's a, it's all about yeah the stupid corrupt town and getting those fuckers out of there. And, and it's loosely based on a true story. Yeah, and it took place in it takes place in Missouri, which I don't know if you guys have ever been in Missouri, but they don't have uh they don't have mountains like they do in California, which is where it was actually filmed. So it's kind of funny, uh, mountainous Missouri. Right, right. It's like the beginning of uh, of uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> it's Cal- when there's all these mountains California. and huge pine trees. Well, there's mountains and snow and pine trees yeah. everywhere. And I'm like, there's no pine trees or mountains anywhere near Chicago, which is where they're from. They would have to drive 500 miles to go yeah. and find something like that. Anyway. So my question was yeah. this, though. So, so I have Amazon Prime. Are- I also use Hulu because I have a Porsche... Let me piggyback the account that she's on. So I'm just wondering, what, what is your prank? Because all these services are out there now. All these streaming services. There's a bunch of stuff that you can opt. And I'm just wondering what you mostly use. Prob- Netflix? Probably Netflix, yeah. Okay, because I know um, you're, you're more hip than I am. I just I just know that. Thank you. Yeah. I And I am. Yeah. I... Same for me, Netflix. I just wonder if there's... The, am um, I missing something? Is truth gr- be told... Is Grandpa missing something... Grandpa's definitely missing something. <laughs> I know that. I, God knows that. You know, some people gave their leg or their arm to the war. You mm-hmm. gave your brain to the battle. Yeah. So um, grandpa's lost a little bit. Uh, so it depends on what you're... It, it's like you always say, what is the mission? And that's what that's what streaming services... To watch like, really cool uh, stuff. Amazon's supposed to have some pretty good shows now. They do. And... 
man, I just don't have the time to get into the shit that I want to watch and, and view just because I just don't I know, there's it. other stuff going on. You can't sit around, watch TV all damn day and all night. But I'm also kind of a nerd when it comes to YouTube because I'm subscribed to something like 60 YouTube channels. Oh, there's so many. Speaking of, yeah, there are a lot. You can watch movies on YouTube. You can do. You can. Now yeah. there's YouTube TV now, which they keep prompting me to try to check out. And there's tons of free movies on YouTube just that are just free. How about YouTube TV though? Have you checked it no, out? I, I, checked I don't it know out. what that means. What's the difference? I've, What's the story with that? Do you know, uh, I think it's limited or no commercials. Okay. So you mm. can just watch it's, it's a few bucks a month or something, something like that. And you can watch just, but they're starting whatever to, pro- they have. they're starting to produce some TV shows. Like, uh, I don't know. I can't name another one other than Cobra Kai, which is something I absolutely loved. I watched both seasons of it. Mm. Absolutely. Just dug it. Did you watch, did you hear about any of that? No. Were you a Karate Kid fan? Nope. Really? Was nope. that a little bit too young for you? No, I just I had friends that were into. It. I just didn't for some reason didn't identify with it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't get into it. Yeah. I probably would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it. But you're familiar with yes. the storyline. Well, Cobra Kai takes a bunch of the original actors and the original characters and flips it on its head. Instead of Ralph Macchio being the uh, downtrodden new guy that. Uh, uses karate to gain himself confidence and blah 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 it's uh he's the dickhead rich kid rich guy who's took his dealer has like one started off with like washing cars at a dealership and then bought them out and then started like four or five other dealerships and daniel larusso has shit tons of money and uh the other uh the guy what the fuck is his name oh i'm gonna get made fun of for talking it up and being such a huge fan i can't think of his name the blonde guy that was uh, that, that that uh Johnny something or other I can't think of his okay. name but he you know he was part of the Cobra Kai dojo in the original movies or original movie and first two movies that you know beat up on Daniel and all this other shit well they flip it on its head and that guy was an alcoholic and he did this and then like he was living in a hotel and it's a, the first season about him come like getting his comeuppance the second season is about him fighting you know, the Cobra Kai ended up being kind of the good the good guys as opposed to the, uh, the you know, the, in the original movies, they were known as being like the bad guy bully types. Mm-hmm. But YouTube has been, YouTube is putting things together like that. And that, that series actually won a handful of awards at the last uh, Emmys. Hmm. There are not, I don't know if it had won awards. I know it was nominated. And people were just really surprised that it was a YouTube well, thing. Well, they have. It's owned by Google, right? Google owns yes. YouTube now. Yeah, so, Alphabet I mean, actually is technically. So they're the probably a little tight on funds. They probably can't really produce a lot of. <laughs> yeah. You know, Alphabet is real, real tight on their Alphabet, funds. Sorry, right? yeah. no, Google, whatever. You know, I'm just stuck on Google. Google is part of Alphabet. Yeah. Alphabet is the whole suite of everything. And I'm sure you have, uh, you've gone through where it says Google. We all use them as a search engine, whatever. And you go through and it says more. Yeah. I'm sure you've gone down those the more rabbit holes and what's available. With, have you ever done that? Oh yeah, there is about everything you can possibly think of that you can have for free. Just about right, different yeah. software weirds, different just data, all just, manner. I, of cool I can't things. even describe to you what is available in the more area. The Google Trends thing is one that's really strange. Like you can look at uh, how many over the past, say, if you put in a criteria of uh, six months. And how many times someone has searched for a keyword, you can look at that and it'll just give you the data. Wow. Not to pay for it or anything like that. What I enjoy it's great for market research. I I've wanted to bring this up a couple different times in the past and not forget about it, but sometimes you start, you know, it does autofill, whatever you search a word like ear or something I don't know, you're yeah. totally, earwig, I'll go up that little bit. But I I just love how it autofills 
you know, how to, whatever. And quite often, kiss is one of them that comes up pretty, pretty uh, regularly. Really? How I to think. how to kiss? I think so. I think that's funny. But anyway, so but some of them are really odd though. You just a lot of them are pregnancy stuff that just pops up or different things. Yeah, these are obviously big important questions that people want to know. Cause well, Google's known for doing little pranky funny jokes in there too like okay years a million years ago one of the best and josh gagno i hope he listens to this one because i still remember it uh you could google when i first discovered that you could google could do complex math Mm -hmm. you could actually throw in equations it'll solve equations for you really really complex equations. yes but you can also do goofy shit like uh what if you you form it in you know you know like in the put in the in like the phrase in the form of a question Mm -hmm. what is the speed of light in furlongs per fortnight okay question mark and it'll kick it back with the answer wow josh showed me that one 15 years ago just because he's like yeah google can do way more than just search and do this too and i'm like holy shit but a lot of that stuff the the more tab that you're talking about where there's where they do yeah. like that's that comes from google's uh, doing the uh what is it 20 percent rule where 20% of your time, if you work at Google as like a program or whatever, 20% of the time can be spent on your own passion project. That's where Gmail... Devel- developing anything. Develop anything you want. Google retains the rights to own it, mm-hmm. but you can spend 20% of your time mm-hmm. doing that. And what a lot of people would do is they would work four days a week on their, their job function. Mm-hmm. And then the, the fifth day, would be, which would be you know 20%. They would do, uh, you know, they would do whatever they work on, whatever project they were working on. Uh-huh. Some did nothing, go nowhere. But sometimes, you know, it's an idea that that has some traction, like Gmail. Yeah, that's where that came from. Yeah, Google Earth, Google Maps, Street View. Google Earth is so amazing. It's still amazing. Yeah, I, I don't visit it that often. When I do, I'm going, God, this is just incredible. And even going further back is a uh, Picasso, which uh-huh. was a photo. It was kind of like uh, yeah, people would be on there and like upload them. They would, they would right, yeah, yeah. And it was I loved it because it was I thought it was a beautiful uh, format, and it was much better than Flickr or any of the other or photo bucket photo. Wow, that's going back photo. I don't even think photo bucket exists. I'm sorry. I I watched a video last night uh, that I hadn't watched in forever. It's called "If the Internet Were a Party." It's from about <laughs> 2005 or 2006. It is a party, Joe. Well, it was it was like this girl walks in and she's like, "Hi, how are you doing?" And so and I'm looking for Craig Slist, <laughs> and she, everybody's got name tags on it. Kind of zooms in, and this really chipper girl walks around. She's like, "Hi, what are you doing?" I'm looking for Craig. Okay, I'll be right back. I'll see if I can find that. And on her name tag, it just says Google. So she goes around and does that, and then you've That's got kind of like a funny, con- interesting concept. It's an interesting concept, yeah. but the thing is, it's so dated that there's a bunch of little jokes in there that nobody would get. Okay, like it's there's one dude who's wearing a name tag that says something awful, and the other guy says a uh, new. Uh, his name tag says New Grounds, and then the other guy says E Bombs World, which were all three kind of of the same concept mm-hmm. of just memes and 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 funny audio this and video that and stuff like that's early days of that no one really uses anymore that nobody really i mean we we do it's just it the way you share them is not that same way and it's not just like it's not fifty thousand nerds sharing the same shit it's fucking a billion and a half people on facebook sharing the same shit you know what i mean right so but there it just goes through this funny like five or six minute long video that's it's cute and it's funny, and then I, I hadn't seen I bet I hadn't seen it in ten years. I'm just chuckling because of goddamn, the internet really just hasn't changed too much. It's just gotten a little shittier because more, there's more old people on it. <laughs> it is it, kind of that way. It, it's, Thank you. It, it's you're just, welcome. Yeah, you want know, thank you. 
well, like there, there's a reference to dig.com, which still exists, but it's not near, like it's not getting mm-hmm. 10 million, it, you know, uh, 10 million clicks a, a month like it used to. It's not even close to that, but uh, it's still, it's still, it's, it's easy to get. We're used to it all the time. We have this at our fingertips. It's just inc- still incredible to me. Any information is available right now. Encyclopedias are gone. <laughs> right. Encyclopedias are gone. We burn books. All that's left is the internet, no. mostly Facebook. It sucks. <laughs> I, w- I kind of wish it would go away. But there are, what's really amazing though, is you need to listen to, I told Joe this before, but that the, uh, that um, podcast from Rogan is not, is next to his most recent one. Uh, the one? Uh, what is the guy's name? Naval. I can't, can't pronounce his last name. I can, I can pronounce it. I just can't remember it. Yeah. Well, I can't remember it or pronounce it right now. Well, that's too bad. I can't pronounce it if I can't remember it. So there you have it. Ravikant. Ravikant. Right. Naval Ravikant. I, I'm, I'm strongly recommending you people to listen to Joe Rogan, what episode that is. I think it's 1309. 1309. That's right. 09. Why are we promoting somebody else's podcast? Somebody who gets know. like 60 million downloads I per. Know. I don't think we need to promote. I'm just saying that that guy, I think, has got some things figured out and it's really interesting his philosophy on life and sort of wealth and, and, and the world. And it's just, it's really, really interesting. It's not all flowery, but it's very practical. Some it's you know pragmatic and practical, and um, says that uh, you know things do suck. You're correct. Well, the internet just expands everything. You got shitty people and you got fantastic people, and and, and the technology now is 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 uh, wonderful, and we can be around. Like I told you, we had this uh, drone that was doing some uh, re- uh, um, surveying some property here in the airport, and the technology behind it on its own autonomously doing this mapping. And uh, I thought, God, I hope this thing, I'm glad this thing's not after me. Yeah. But the whole point is, is that what I was going to get to was um, we live in, in shitty, but fantastic times. If you can, if you can stay narrowly focused in something you want to do and accomplish, the inter- information is out there. The, I mean, you can resource things. You can get things done a lot easier than you used to be able to. That's my point. Uh, Mr. Louis CK. Yep, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. said, I know, whatever your opinion of Louis C.K. is, whatever, everything he did was consensual. Um, Louis C.K. was on uh, something, Tonight Show or some shit like that with Conan. It was like, everything's amazing and no one's happy. Yes, yes. That's that, and that just, I was like, oh shit, I love that. And that he that rant that he goes off is like, well, fucking, I don't like my carrier because he, Fucking took an extra second. It had it fucking had to connect and took forever. And I'm fucking. I don't like this carrier. It has to go to fucking space. Give it a minute. Jesus Christ. A <laughs> hundred years ago, you had to send a letter to somebody and you didn't find out that your your cousin died of the. Ri- I think he said rickets. Actually, <laughs> your cousin died of rickets six weeks ago. I'm so sorry mm-hmm. for your loss. Well, nowadays you find out your cousin did it on Facebook immediately. Like right. like the. We live in pretty amazing times, and we live in the best times that humans have ever lived in right now. It's some of the more um, peace of mind, some of the most peace of mind whatever I've had. It's been a while, but when someone <laughs> someone would remind me of, like if you're taking a shower uh, in the morning, it's just good to, you always think of the day, got to do this, got to do that, got to, got to, I only got five minutes for the shower because I got, you know, whatever. If you can carve out a couple and while you're there bathing, just to be... A little bit grateful just to recognize the positive things that are in your life you know that you've literally at that moment have hot water that you have water 
that yeah. you have clean clothes and food in the refrigerator, for God's sakes. Yeah. In a vehicle, you can go out there and take 10 steps and start and magically whisk you away. Honestly, sometimes I get, I just get to, I get, get worked up and get pissed off about like, like here's a, for instance, I ripped a pair of shorts, brand new, first time I ever wore them, ripped a pair of shorts getting into my truck. Mm. Why? Because it's an 01 and it, it, there's been, my big ass has been getting in and out of it for nine years. Mm-hmm. And the years prior, you know, the seats wore out and there's a spring poking through. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I, re- I was pissed off. But then I was thinking, this is so much nicer vehicle than anything I've ever owned because it has AC. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stink like cat piss on the inside because I guess I had a vehicle that windows went down in the summertime, went up in the wintertime once. It was seasonally changed. It was like a seasonal vehicle. Cat got in there? And a cat, some, cat, some cat got in there and took a shit and took a piss everywhere. <sighs> Fucking stunk. It always stunk. And then I tried to cover it up with incense, and that didn't work. It just smelled like nog cat chomper urine, and cat, cat urine. It the absolute worst. It really is. And it wasn't even so unbelievable. It wasn't yeah. even straight urine. It was spray. Oh, it was, which is, it's a male know, cat. Yeah, fucking asshole. Anyway, uh, yeah, so like you have to like take just take stock. Just just take it. And, and when you think, man, I can't believe how shitty the world is. The world's not shitty. It's way better than it was 50 years ago. It's just now we hear about all the shitty stuff. We have access to all the shitty stuff. Yeah. And- but you have in that same vein, you have access to all that shitty stuff. You have you you have way more access to more information than your ancestors ever did. Oh, yeah. They, they would be, if you could really bring people that lived 100 years ago and just bring them here and they, they stopped freaking out for a minute. Yeah. Because, oh, my God, what's this? What, they would freak out at this can, Joe. They would go, what is this cylinder of aluminum doing on your table? Yeah, why do you have a cylinder of aluminum? That's worth more than gold from where I come <laughs> from. In fact, it was for a while. Aluminum yeah, was very, very rare, yeah. And all these weird, okay, just hold on a minute, but here's this little, see this thing right here? That, uh, Patton Oswalt has that bit where he goes, this, everything. this thing. This thing has, it can handle basically any bit of information that has ever been created by humanity right. and is currently being created, I can access with this one device. Oh my God, it must cost millions of dollars. Nope, they give it away for free in gift bags at the Oscars. <laughs> like they're literally, they don't cost anything. Right. A recent big pause, I was at the NASA just announced they were having all their all their data or whatever is going to be available is, is public domain now. Which is funny because it's been a lot of their, the, all their software is always, has been yes. open source for probably seven or eight years so now. So what does this mean? This is a different step or different this is, level this or is, something. They released, NASA released all of their photo, video, da, 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 everything from the, from the, from the very beginning. For even going back to, because uh, I looked at it, mm-hmm. you sent me that link. I, I, I kind of bookmarked it for later on and I went, mm-hmm. uh, and I went and, looked into it and there's even stuff going back to when it was before it was nasa and was naca 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 yeah and i was like god damn there's some shit going back to the 50s in this thing mm-hmm. it was pretty cool like it was just whatever uh, they did measurements scanned blueprints mm-hmm. all sorts of things what are the the type of blueprints where they're multi-layered and you can lay them over top of each other kind of giving you like a th- little yeah. bit of a 3d render mm-hmm. bunch of those that you can in their little pdf viewer you can kind of layer and look at shit and which means that they had a number of people going through every single document scanning stuff absolutely holy shit that's where most of our scanning technology comes from like the in the past say 15 20 years it's from it's from nasa uh digitizing their their uh, archives no shit yeah mm. yes shit so so the point is this but but anyway but, but negative stuff sells right you go on you go on facebook and quite often 
it's a lot of negative postings or this sucks and that sucks and that my mailman sucks and this pizza place sucks because there's not enough pepperoni on it and you know that kind of nonsense yeah like bullshit. i fucking got 19 fries last time i got 22 fries and right, now that, i'm gonna give right. you one star so even even when you see that not even read it but you know it's a negative thing you, you know, flip through it and go on and on and on but it's it's so easy to get sucked into the negative it's like it's a weird default mode that we have as humans some something something has some value somewhere in our survival. Well, humans need struggle. They crave struggle, and wh mm -hmm. where there is no struggle, if you eliminate struggle, then people are going to create their own. Right. And, and unfortunately, I think it comes out as drama. But there was something on on uh, Facebook earlier today where somebody made a comment about we have this three billion dollars solar uh, project coming in. This data. It's a data center. Data center, which is going to be yeah. solar powered, just on the outskirts of Kingman and. In theory, it sounds like it's going to be some very positive things for the area. And if they really do get 5G, if that really happens. Not a lot of jobs, but it, it's for right. for the size of the facility. But that's just kind of that's the way 20, solar is 2019. Right. That's well, it's not it, even it's not even it has nothing to do with solar. Oh, you talk about the, the data center. The data yeah. center itself is pretty much hands off. Like it's just they it just run sit around 50 jobs. Yeah. But and that's janitors. But if they have if they if they do create and they say this is going to bring 5G because they're going to make this happen. This company says this. If if that happens for this area, that's going to be a game. People are going to make a decision to come here and, right. and move their business here, perhaps, which a lot of people don't want because they want to stay the same. We had this conversation off air, but that kind of thing. Yeah. But but um, what's the whole point? Oh, so there's a lot of naysayers on uh, saying nay, you know, with anything new that it's different that comes up. And I think I just decided for a while I'm not going to engage. I'm just gonna say, go back to your cave and eat eat raw meat. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Just go, and then I'm, I'll be done with them. Then they'll come back and say something, which I was called a snowflake, which I didn't oh, even respond God. to. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm done with you. You know, but I'm certainly glad that you weren't around when we we're trying to make a decision to go to the moon. Yeah, or like you said earlier, off air was. <laughs> Good thing you weren't in charge of deciding whether or not to leave to the leave cave. the cave. Yeah, all is in favor. No, no, no it's different and new too, out there. It's too bright. There's saber two tigers and shit out there. I don't want right. to fight a gorilla. And these same yeah. kind of fucking assholes that don't want anything new or different. Want everything to stay the same. I'm telling you, Joe. You know where my firearms are. Just do away with me if I turn into if, that. If you get to that point, I will pistol whip you into oblivion. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm mean, just, just you can enjoy it too. You, you can play. Well, I, I don't know what I'm feeling tonight. Gotta feel <laughs> 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 something. Right. Right. It just started cutting off parts of my oh, body. They're dancing God. around me. <laughs> I'm so tired of getting up on my chair. <laughs> oh, God. And just start do, dumping. He's like, and I'll cut your right. ear off and shout into your ear like, he, <laughs> like Michael Madsen did at Reservoir Dogs. Do it right in the middle of the hangar. Clear the whole space yeah, out. So Tie me up right in the middle. Yep. And just so do it looks that whole just week. like in the movie. <laughs> I'll have Steeler's Wheel playing the whole time. Oh my god! On repeat. No, it'll, no. If anything, it'll be. I won't enjoy it at all. I won't. I won't cut your ear up. I won't douse in gasoline. It, I, what it'll be like? It'll be like more. More like when uh, what's his face kills Lenny in in. Oh um, is it of mice and men? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like just you're just sitting there with like this. Dumbass grin on your face because you're like your brain's melted from so many Facebook arguments, and you're like, Who, "What's going on? Who was it that killed Lenny? What was his name? Holden Caulfield? I don't know. Was that in Mice and Men? Mice and Men? Is that am I getting that mixed up? I don't know. Anyway, 
Yeah, that's what it'll be like. It's fucking terrible. But you see posts or comments like that, and you can't avoid because your your brain works quickly, right? Your your eyes are looking at stuff, and you of just, course you happen to read a whole sentence, and and after a while, it 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 uh, it, it 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 affects you, and it's like it's like depressing knowing that there are people that are out there that are just so negative and kind of, in my view, kind of useless. It's like, so it, 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 it plays negatively on you. And somehow it'd be nice just to kind of uh, see that and just totally brush it aside, not even let it affect you in some way or another. But it's almost like you have to see that shit as you're scrolling through your newsfeed. You know, you, it comes up whether you want to yeah. or not sometimes. And it's there and you see it and you go, God, that's just a negative thing. And people bitching about this or that. Or it just, it just, it, it, it it's taxing. It is taxing, and then you think about it, and then you bring it up later on, and then it's taxing on and other people. And now we're talking about it right and now. And now we're talking about it. Yeah. So I'm the, not faulting you for it. I'm just saying, like, yeah. that's how it, it it's it's like the the most virulent disease in a hospital is negativity. There you go. That's yeah. the, that's that's something I read that in some I don't know some fucking trade journal or something like that about morale about mm-hmm. morale specifically in the medical industry and how there is none. <laughs> it, it's hard to keep everything up and positive all the time. It is. It does take energy, but it certainly is more contagious. That's the kind of contagion you want to be around. I can tell around here if I'm in a bad mood, my crew's in a bad mood. Right. You know, and I, I know Mostly because you scream at them. <laughs> and, and, and I know this, but yet I do it sometimes anyway, but there are points I'm trying to drive home, and hopefully we don't make these same mistakes again. But, but when I'm in a great mood and, and be, they're being productive and I'm being productive, I can, it's just, it changes everything. And, and people are happier and they want to – and most of my crew does come to work. They come to, They show up early. And they use seriously. My crew shows up normally a little bit early, and they leave a little bit late every fucking day. That's probably because of the abuse. Because <laughs> they like they like the abuse. They're used to it. Is that what you're saying? That's it. Is that what they want? But, but I'm not saying how yay how great. But I'm saying it is it is a is a intense environment around here sometimes. But that being said, they still like it. They're getting something out of it, and they they definitely want to be here because of what we're doing. And I want to do stuff. You know where I've been the last couple of years, but you've seen a, a change in the last few weeks of me wanting to do other stuff. And that's that's what I want to keep doing. I want to be more positive and bring more things. And we, we're going to talk about in the future episodes, I'm sure, some of the big things that we got going on out here. Big things. Top airport. men. Yeah. Lots of know. cool shit. Anyway, I know I, I dragged on. About no, that's fine. Philosophy. So there you go. Let's wrap this up, Paul. You um, got anything else? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bore you, Joe. Oh, no. I took a nice nap there for a second. I, I know you did. <laughs> Uh, I got nothing, nothing else. All right, neither do I. Thank you, folks. Uh, Remember, D-Day. Think about that. It is day-day. Day-day. And it's happening right now. And wait, wait, hold on. Wait, what time? I just want to make this point real quick. Stand by. What time is it over in... Uh, it's uh, in Normandy. Be it's, they're on... It's 6.24. Right now, yeah. was the, they landed at 6.30. Okay. So right now, they're motoring over... In the, uh, in the, uh, yeah, in the uh, uh, channel, in the English channel. And you hear those crouch shitting sausages out going, their assholes. Look at these fucking boats. There's a lot of, there's a lot of boats out there. There is a lot of boats out there on the sea. Eins, zwei, drei. Oh, my lost count. Hundreds of boats. And here's. What are they doing? Ach, mein Augen. And like, oh, no, they shot Hans in the eye. So for us, anyway, at this hour right now, 75 years ago, uh, the Allies were landing on Normandy and all Omaha and, and uh, Gold and all the other little beaches that they named over there. Omaha. Right? What's uh, another one? The other big one. Um, Gold was a smaller one. Omaha and what? Uh, no, holy crap. Wow. 
Uh, I thought you were a buff. Someone is screaming at you. You should right definitely now. be the curator of a museum or something <laughs> at some point. <laughs> you should look that up. What's the other? There's Omaha. I and shouldn't have to. I should just ask you. You should know. Uh, you know who would know? We should give him at least a small shout out. Who? Is Rob Chilcote. Yes. He, oh. There's a, a local yes. local guy that passed I'm away. I'm so a, sorry for even bringing that up. Yeah, it, a, lot, a lot of people know. R- Rob Chilcote was, he was known for being kind of a goofball. Yeah. He was kind of an odd duck. But he definitely knew his shit when it came to World War II. And in the local Kingman history Aviation. With, with, with our airfield here and that kind of, he passed away about a week and a half ago. And uh, at one point was the, uh, managed the museum, he the Kingman Army Airfield Museum. Airfield museum. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Uh, Which doesn't exist any longer. No longer exists. Yeah. And, but he is, uh, so our thoughts are with his family. And by the way, he lost his brother like three weeks ago. So his his parents his lost parents are still both around. their kids. Yeah, I think, the, I think the only kids they had were the, them, them, them's two, them's two, and they lost wow, them that's, both. That's horrible. That is pretty. It's a would they say it goes against the natural order of things for a, a parent to uh, out outlive their child. Yes, uh, it's actually terrifying. The I I don't worry about my kid in life. I don't worry about her day to day stuff because mm-hmm. she's so independent and so smart. Mm-hmm. I do worry about something bad happening to her and me having to deal with grieving over the loss of my kid. Like a meteorite. That's like the, yeah, like a meteorite. That's what you think of normally is like a meteorite striking her. That's absolutely, especially so close to the border. And since they're down there, she lives in Tucson. (laughs) Since they're down there in Tucson, closer to the equator, it's bigger target. And they study, yeah, they study, uh, astronomy there and, astrology as well. Astrology. So which attracts more meteorites. It does. What in the flat earth are y'all talking about? (laughs) Oh, God damn it. I got a oh, so Utah, Omaha, Gold, Juno. Utah, and, Utah, Utah, Omaha, Gold, Juno, and Sword. Those are the different uh, beaches. There we go. Okay. That having been said, Fine, let's be done with this. We're done. We're out of here. Be gone. Thoughts. See y'all.